Hello and welcome to Tech Crack, the podcast series brought to you by Sync NI, Northern Ireland's leading technology community. This podcast series will see us interview some of the most interesting and influential thought leaders, providing fascinating insights from NI's booming tech sector. Find out more on SyncNI.com or follow us across our social media channels. And enjoy! Hello, welcome to Tech Crack. My name is Eva McDowell and this week I've been talking with Lorna McAdoo, Director of Operations and Business Development at Version 1 in Northern Ireland. We discuss the new integration between Version 1 and UEDA, Lorna's journey and the importance of diversity and inclusion within the company. Recently, Version 1 acquired Nueda, and can you just tell me a bit about that and how it's been going? Um, yeah, so we acquired Nueda back in April, May time, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's been going very well. We're in the process of, of integrating the teams at the moment, and um, the Version 1 guys that were based in Chromic Place are moving over to Lanyon Place, which is where Nueda is based, um, so we're in the mo- middle of that move as well. Um, so I think like it's it's very much early days and um, we have quite a journey ahead of us, but, you know, it's an exciting journey because we've now got over 400 people in version one in Belfast, which is fantastic. And the customer base has grown as a consequence of it as well. And I do think that together, you know, that this is exa- this is exactly where we wanted to take version one NI um, to a whole new level in, in NI and to be one of the biggest and best, I guess, IT organizations here in NI. Um, so I'm, I'm super excited. I think it's very early days, but we're well on the way on, on getting that integration uh, completed, hopefully um, by Christmas time. Yeah, so all go right now. It's all go. <laughs> very busy yes and it's all go but it's it's brilliant um and it is very exciting like you know i've i've met now quite a lot of the the new era team managers the delivery managers um the consultants the de- developers and they're a fantastic um bunch of of people like um their ethos towards the customer and delivering excellence is very much in line to our, our own um, values as well so um, I'm really looking forward to meeting or to working with them in the future. The next thing I want to know is about you personally and how you started out in version one and got to the role you're in today. Um, yeah so I'm just over eight years now in version one and I was with Kenos um, and I've always had I've always wanted to create or to be part of creating a team um, and I had gone out to, um, I had gone out contracting a way back about four years previously to that. And with a view to setting up my own company and with, um, it was going to specialize around project management, which is my background. And then I, I sort of took cold feet from it all and it really didn't have, um, the courage to do it. So, um, I, I was I got a job in Kenos, which is a fantastic company. Um, they are a shining light, a shining example in NI of, of a homegrown company. And I always had this passion to, to create a team and to, to lead it um, and to do a lot of, um, to, to set, to create a culture within an organization that breeds success and breeds support for each other. Yeah. I wanted it to be almost like a, a second family to everybody that worked there. So that was my my view, my passion. And then I I seen this job coming up for version one, which was 
really to come in and lead what was a small team at that stage. Um, but they had um, an Invest NI grant for 26 people. Um, so it was to come in and to build that that pool of people. Um, and obviously now we're well over the 400 mark. So um, it's been quite a journey for eight years. It's been a fantastic journey. I've been, I, I guess, privileged to work with some of the, the best senior management team down in, in Dublin. They've all been very supportive, um, particularly Tom, the, the CEO, um, has been really supportive of us. And we had a big contract with Almac. And there are, they were our, our figurehead, if you like, from a customer base. Um, and we've grown a, a very strong partnership and relationship with them. And, and we really value them as a customer. And, and that has created a very strong foundation for us in Belfast and something that we've been able to grow from, which was fantastic. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been great. I've had a chance to, to build a great team here. Um, everybody is, is really bought into wanting to make version one something very different in NI. Yeah. Um, everybody's very bought into wanting to work with the like of the community stuff, the, the schools, the engagement is very high on the agenda for us in NI. And we've got to, to work with fantastic customers as well. So it's been a fantastic journey. Yeah, that's really interesting. And I know you've been talking a lot about um, building up a team. And obviously our magazine is going to be about diversity and inclusion. And I know that Version 1 do a lot in terms of diversity and inclusion. So what made the company want to focus on those areas and improve those areas? Well, I guess, you know, collectively the group that that's a big focus area for them right okay but if you sort of understand from where I came from in the NI picture was you know was we were building that team we relied very much on bringing people in attracting people in um to work here from you know the UK mainland and further afield from um you know the like of Brazil and India and so forth so we have a very diverse team here in Belfast and for me it's really important that they feel that they belong just as much as anybody who maybe came out of one of the local universities or schools here. Yeah. So that has been a real focus area for, for us in NI. And I guess we've spearheaded a lot of the initiatives as well. And from a group perspective, you know, we've, we've um, done things like the Swan initiative, which is a massive um, piece of work for us down through the, the diversity and inclusion group wide. Um, uh, team. So the way diversity works in, in, in version one is we all have local diversity inclusion teams mm-hmm. so that we can focus on diversity inclusion at a local level. But then those team leads all work into the, the group diversity and inclusion and form part of that team. So then we also can drive it from a group perspective as well. So and I, I think that has really worked because particularly in NI, we have been able to um, not just get everybody fully engaged at the local level and make sure everybody has that sense of belonging, but to be able to work at a group level to, to make sure that our processes and our policies and, and really the, the way the company operates actually can back up and support the work that we do at the local level and vice versa. Yeah. And I know you've actually touched on some of the initiatives and I saw some of the um, different initiatives there is on your website. And I saw you talk about unconscious bias. Could you talk to me a wee bit about that and how you work to tackle that within your teams? 
Yeah, so it, it, that's very much being led from a, a group perspective, and it's something that we're going to focus on, really focus on now um, in 2022. Um, and it's really making sure that we all collectively um, can address that that unbias. And but it's more about the systems that we use, for instance, for recruitment and making sure that the policies and, and, and the processes around how we recruit, how we retain, all of that continues to address that unconscious bias as throughout that journey of a of a person actually applying for a role right through to actually being in version one. Yeah. And I know you talk about people from outside of the UK coming over and trying to make them feel included. What about people from different socioeconomic backgrounds or genders? Are there things in place for them as well? Yeah, there is. So we we have a massive drive around gender diversity. Um, We've started, we've done a lot of good work on that this year. And again, another focus area for us next year. Um, I guess from a diversity perspective, our focus areas for 2022 is going to be around obviously more women um, into version one, um, but also looking at the, the the policy of no one gets left behind. So looking at people from, you know, people that are not in employment or education or training or looking at people with special um, employability needs as well. So that's going to be a real focus now. Um, next year on around the the diversity piece so really taking diversity to a whole new level like lots of organizations talk about oh you know getting more women in promoting women within the organization moving them into senior and that's fine but you know we we also have to make sure that we are not being drawn too much in that direction that we continue to create that um, the, the equality piece you know, and making sure that everybody feels that um, they have an opportunity to, to work in version one, no matter what their background. And, you know, we started this year by, um, we were very successful with the Department for Economies um, support in Belfast Met. We're actually starting to run our second Assured Skills Academy. And that is an, another mechanism for making sure that that we give people who probably haven't set out with an IT background and um, the opportunity to, to actually join an IT organization and, and join the tech sector. So this next year now is going to be very much looking at what are the other avenues that allows us to bring in um, people from deprived areas or, or people who pot- potentially haven't completed the education system right through to, to university level who are fantastic assets to any organisation and it's more about creating the environment that allows them to excel. Yeah, I think it's really interesting because usually when people think about tech, they never really think about the other avenues that you can take in. You tell us about the people on your team who um, maybe didn't take the traditional avenue into technology. Yeah, well, we have have a really... um, diverse background like we have people who are for instance senior management roles that have never been to university okay um and actually didn't do it at any stage as well and they have very solid positions in in version one and you know then we've got the the more junior guys coming in out of university that are coming from lots of different backgrounds and that's where the assured skills academy has been really good because um, you know, we have people who've studied geography, people who've studied sports, 
um, politics, all sorts of different degrees. Um, never considered IT and has now had the opportunity to come in through the, the academy for that. So we have a really wide range of backgrounds. And, and those are the guys and girls who's actually leading our education collaboration team as well, because what we wanted to do was to engage back into the schools and even back into the universities as well to say, listen, you might not have considered a, a degree, uh, qualification in IT. You might not have considered a job in IT, but here's some of the roles that you could potentially um, be doing in tech. And it's not about sitting behind a screen all day coding. Like, I'm really passionate about this because when I set out my journey many, many years ago, I started as a programmer and I was crap, okay? And, you know, had, had the tech sector not looked at my my strengths and my skills and said, well, actually, we'll move you into like a, a team lead role where you can create your plans and you can help guide the team to a, a, a successful completion and, and delivery. And, you know, I, I would probably not be in the tax sector today if it wasn't yeah. for that. So, you know, there's so many roles out there that that I think the, the important thing is to understand what are the strengths that people bring to the table and then understand what's the role. And version one's really good at doing that. Um, and even if you come in as a, as a developer, there, there are avenues to move into other roles. So we have developers who've moved into being a business analyst. We have some developers who've actually moved into project management as well um, and lots of different areas. Um, and I think that's really, really important. And, and like I said, something that we're very um, very good at here in, in V1. From just going back on the gender diversity, just to let you know that from a group perspective, Northern Ireland's actually got the highest percentage of women in the organisation here in Belfast. Um, so it's sitting at 29% at the moment, which is, it's not bad. Um, yeah. it, it can always be higher and will be higher, um, but it's a great starting position for us for the diversity piece um, going forward this year. Yeah, definitely. Um, I know you spoke a wee bit about there about education collaboration. Could you just tell me a bit about that? Because that would be interesting to hear about too. Yeah, so I went back about probably about four or five years ago. Um, I introduced the, I guess, the approach of when you learn, um, teach. And and this was my way of trying to get not just the 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 guys just through the door from university but more of the old, more experienced people as well. <laughs> but it's all about if you if you learn a new skill, then show it, teach it to someone else. Yes. So um, a lot of the, the guys coming in from the universities started to get involved in going back to the university to talk a bit about their role. And they also started to, to we, were, we were working with Hazelwood um, Integration, Integrated College at the time. And we went back in there and we, the young guys went in to talk about their journey into IT because some of them, like I said, hadn't come through the natural IT route. Some of them had chosen to do IT much, much later in the, in, the, in their their education. Yeah. Um, so that small team has now grown into quite a big team. So the education collaboration team is now made up of two groups that come together. One is very focused on universities, which is um, Ulster, Queen's and um, the Open University, um, Ulster, including uh, McGee. And then we have a team of people who are, we, 
we've reached out to Bring It On and we're doing a lot of work through Bring It On, but we're doing a lot of our own work as well. So this is where um, guys and girls could have come from particular schools where they've um, gone through um, and they're going back into those schools to talk about their career and, and how they have made it and what they're doing now. And that's really to try again to, to reinforce that the tech isn't all about um, coding, um, that there's a lot more to it. And also to show as well that like that team is made up 50% pretty much of women for 50% of, of men. And it's again, trying to get the message back into the schools that actually the, the girls are, are very successful. They've got great, great roles in it. And the tech sector is a great place for, for, for ladies to join. Um, yeah. So that's what the education collaboration is about. Um, we're always wanting to drive it forward. And next year, we're going to be more focused on work placements, um, the, the like of um, graduate placements as well, the internships, the, the apprenticeships. So that'll be a big focus area for us um, next year going forward as well. And that that team, if you like, will mentor and support people as they come through the door and hopefully get them engaged so that they will go back out into their schools and, and give the same message. Do you think that representation in schools and showing people the that it's not all just, you know, your stereotypical tech coder in a dark room. Is that one of the initiatives that you find really help get different people and diverse backgrounds into these sectors? Yeah, it is. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm passionate that if we don't get a clear message out into the schools and, and into, the, into the careers rooms in those schools and even into our own living rooms as well to parents that you know the the tech sector isn't about just about coding okay and you can play a really important role and you can have a really successful role in the tech sector and it's never too late is the other uh, message as well that you know we've worked with the like of women in business for the the press refresh um um, course that they've run and I know they've they've just started that again so it's never too late to join the tax sector no matter whether you're in university doing a course that has no nothing to do with IT that you've never done an A-level or a GCSE in it or if you've been in the industry and in industry for quite some time and you've no IT background but you have a passion for IT then it's never too late and I really would recommend that you know we, we as organisations, as IT organisations, need to be able to work closely with the education authorities to be able to drive that message back. But it's also important that we get it out back out into the, the living rooms and the career rooms as well. Why do you think it's so important to promote diversity and inclusion within companies, tech, business, and have that representation there? Diversity is massively important for any organization okay it drives the culture of the organization it helps to actually develop and and mature the culture of an organization because when you open the doors to diversity what you're doing is actually opening the doors to lots of different um, experiences and people coming from different backgrounds um, different ways of life um, different thoughts different um, 
ways of working, uh, different ways of living. When you bring that into your organization, you'll make it much, much richer. And as a tech organization, it's really important because, you know, with the introduction of the like of AI and so forth and all those those technologies that we now talk a lot about, it's it's diversity is even more important because yeah. the products that we will make will be much more richer, rounder, um, and of value because you will be you'll have had it delivered by diverse teams. That's it for this week's episode of Tech Crack. Follow Sinkani.com for all things tech and business in Northern Ireland. Have a good week.